I think we should just go ahead and run it. All right. That was our mic check. Welcome to Table in a Basement. My name is Josh. My name is Jared. And with us this week, we have a brand new mic. It's mm-hmm. not so much the friend variety as it I is I wouldn't the... call it high school mic. I wouldn't call it lock cave and I would Mike. call it Mayano Mike. Mayano. Moana Mike. Moana Mike. We got a new mic. I had some birthday money and I'm like, you know what? It's about time we get this podcast up and snuff with all the new technology. It is true. We've been told we're behind with the times. Yes. If you've seen the artwork for our Palmcast, you'll notice it's yes. some sad-looking mics in a basement. We haven't even been using those mics. We've just been yelling at Jared's computer. Yep, that's just right. Kidding. But you know what? That's We've got true. it. We're now at a hardwood table. Um, it's a little beat, a little few years worn. It's got but character. You know what? You put some stain on that, and yeah. this thing is good as new. As our parents would say, it's got good bones. It's got great it's got bones. Good bones. But yeah, you we know? got this fancy new mic. It has this pop filter, so we can finally start leaning into those hard consonants. <laughs> all well, the... you can you can do the hard ones. Oh, I, yes. I am still uh, going to play We've it got conservative. Half our mics have little pop things, so if you hear me getting a little bit more intense with my peas... Yeah, that's why we've got this new filter. It's great. I don't know anything about it, but I like it. It looks neat. I mean, it. I guess it helps, from what I understand. Let's just. Huh. Well, I mean, if you if you do them intentionally like that, um, I'm yeah. pretty Is sure it to beat it the point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know what? We're learning things every day. But yes, welcome to table in a basement. Um, heck of a time we are in life. Yeah, have... isn't it? An election coming up, midterms. Oh, we do? Uh, Midterms, yeah. yeah. They're kind of important, not to us, but to other people. Yeah. (laughs) Midterms are a thing. Um, Well, it doesn't, it it also depends, because not every state has stuff. Yeah, there's some things we definitely learned in civics class that I don't remember anymore. It's like the Olympics, but less fun. Kinda. Yeah, but. Like, can we, I would love the Olympics to be every two years. I would. I don't know about that. I feel like I would start to take it for granted. Actually, technically, now that I think about it, the world championships are every year, and they don't get covered at all. Yeah. I so, think... you know, maybe I maybe I rescind that uh, notion. So I would start to take it for granted, I know. That is personally. true. Well, I, I certainly know, like, swimming in track and field, I wouldn't give two hoots and hollers about it. Oh, I like track and field. Track no, and but field, I'm like saying if it was every year or oh, every two yeah, years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every four years is about all yeah. I can, like, really take interest in that stuff just because, like, it's far from, like, what? Yeah. What is exciting? What yeah, is I guess not, if like, I was big... that interested, I'd pay attention to the world championships because I think those are every year or something. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's the thing with any sport. If you really wanted to be plugged into it, they don't just, like, mm-hmm. it's not like every track and field individual, like, takes a four-year break before they compete. Lots oh, yeah, no, no, no. There's the there's competition. They run professionally for, like, a whole season. Yeah, so. But. Yeah, I think, like, the every four years of the Olympics is, like, that perfect sweet spot where, like, it's just enough time for all the hype to build for all these events. I don't really think about in between those four. Yeah, year little breaks. and we can we can pretend that there aren't any like global issues or conflicts going on. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know. Has it been a full year already since the last Olympics? Well, I mean the last like Summer Olympics. Well, so like the Tokyo- what was the situation? Tokyo. It technically happened in twenty twenty one instead of twenty twenty. Yeah, so does that then, mean we're, like, 
So I think there's going to be one in 2024. Okay, so we're actually closing in. That's I believe nice. that's also an election year. I like how they do that. Yeah, I it's like really they, nice of them to plan it with America. Yeah, I like how they're like kind of like, hey, we're gonna, hey, we're gonna soften your hearts. Let's a little talk bit about this where elections actually, we'll say, matter. Just because there are some other countries that have, in air quotes, elections, but not to like belittle the hardships of nations with authoritarian governments, but. As somebody that has to watch the other, the, uh, sorry, the utter. The utter? Yeah, the utter, the cow utter. My wife used to live on a farm. No. I watched like dairy farm. The, or is it beef? The, the utter mess that is the American electoral sort of like system that it we go through. It could be a through. lot worse. It could definitely be a lot worse. It's more like a, like it's absolutely maybe... privileged first world problems. Yeah. Like it's, Sometimes I just wish it was just like, let's pull names out of the hat. Like, all right. That's fair. Uh, so-and-so. It's like almost like, what's it, the Hunger Games, where like they have like the reaping, where they just like, poor random name. Uh-oh, this guy from Wyoming. You Is are that what Woody Harrelson does uh, in those movies? I have never no, watched Woody Harrelson is in those movies, but he plays a drunk. Uh, it's not important. Is that what aren't... Glenn Close or Meryl Streep? Isn't there an old lady that's in those? Uh, I don't think it's either the of The one that's two. all crazy made up. Um, that is the lady from 30 Rock. Oh, is it? I... is married to Alec Baldwin's character briefly. I don't remember the actress's name, but right. no, that's that person, but gotcha. it's not important. Those movies aren't very good. I read the second book lately. The books are okay. Okay. The books are far more enjoyable. The first one's pretty good. The second one's pretty good. I haven't really read the third one, but book-wise, they're fine. I would not watch the movies. Because... Movies not, now that you've read the books, do the movies not hold up? I mean, the movies didn't hold up before they read the books. But now, knowing that, would you retroactively say they don't hold up? I would still, I would hold firm to that. Okay. Like the thing, and you still feel Lord of the Rings should have been saved. Oh, yes, absolutely. Any Gen Zer out there that thinks that The Hunger Games is better than Lord of the Rings, you have not experienced the world in any sort of capacity. So, get out there. Live life. Watch better movies. It's not The Hunger Games. Like, I think what makes... What makes the Hunger Games not a good movie is that in the book, it's a constant struggle to like the main character Katniss. Like mm-hmm. she's very like abrasive and like survival oriented, but like you get it because you kind of like you get the elements of the book where like you actually get to hear what she's thinking and like you kind yeah. of understand the choices. Where in the movie, you don't have that, and they don't do a good job portraying so that emotional sort of like Oh, she's a self-serving. She's a very jerk. Yeah, she's a very, like, abrasive she a jerk? individual. She's a self-serving jerk? Yeah, self-serving jerk, and, like... Big mean dingus. Like, I mean, if you have... So, spoilers if you haven't read or seen The Hunger Games, but... I like, have no desire anyways, to, but, so like, go ahead and spoil so, it. So, like, in, like, the first movie, like, during the games themselves, like, Pete and Katniss kind of, like, enter into this relationship of sorts mm-hmm. while you're watching the games, but, like, they in the book, it's all for the sake of, like, appealing to the audience. So okay. the audience cares more about them and, like, sends them more tribute money to, like get medicine or whatever during the game. So is it, like, are they, like, mobsters? Like, hey, tribute money, or we're gonna ransack you? Or, like, Genghis Khan tribute money? No, it's, like, so, it's all... (laughs) We're gonna talk about the 100-game universe a little bit, but... So it's all set in, like, this dystopian sort of thing where there are these 12 districts that all are subservient to, like, this main capital because at one point there was a rebellion. Yeah. And as a way of, like, reminding people that, like, 
they lost the rebellion. Every year they take like two kids from each district and make them kill each other in like this battle royale thing. So it's like the Maypole thing that we did in high school where no, the winner gets sacrificed. Not at all. No. Just as weird. Just as like Just as weird. I would argue the Maypole has its own dystopian pageantry. Yes, yeah. The weird like making a bunch of girls like dance around a pole with ribbons to celebrate virginity has its own really weird context that sound Well, we gotta know home. who to sacrifice. Apparently so. But yeah, so within the games itself, like if people like the competitors they can pay money to like send them gifts during the game so like oh that person got shot i'm gonna have i'm gonna pay to send them ointment to take care of that wound so it's like that sort of oh so they can send gifts if you got hey sorry for your loss can you send it like to their parents Mm, i probably i didn't pay that much attention during that part i'm sure it's a part of the glossed over the reading yeah but i forget how we got onto this but oh no so Uh, like with the Hunger Games, what makes it not a very compelling movie to watch is you don't really get why these two are in a relationship. Where in the book they're trying to appeal to the audience, so the audience sends them more money for those like special gifts. Where like in the movie, it's like, oh, they like each other now. I suppose mm-hmm. it's not. It's just, well, because that's what sells in a Hollywood script. Apparently, it does. But like, it just they just did a bad job of like conveying the emotional stakes or the thinking behind the characters. It's just like watching like. It's just like A equals A, essentially. Like, yeah. They're doing this because they're doing this. It's just, it's not great. Wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend? The audiobook is pretty good. Three, the, three stars. <laughs> yeah, three stars. Three stars. We're not seeing it again. But listen to the audiobook. If you're ever driving out to Indiana like I was Well, for who's wedding, narrating it? That uh, somebody. That's a big. I don't is it the Arthur? Yeah, it's the Arthur. <laughs> that's who narrated it? Big old hedgehog. Big not old. hedgehog. Oh, my. <laughs> big old Arthur the hedgehog. Everybody's well, I mean, it. it's about the same thing. Yes. Gotta go read. Gotta go read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arthur makes no sense. That's clearly not an Arvark. Sonic eats chili dogs. That makes no sense. And he's blue. But besides the point. Yes, besides the point. But So yeah, that is my abridged summary and review of the Hunger Games movies. In summation, uh, listen to the audiobook. So what did Woody Harrelson do? That was my big um, question. So... All right, everybody, welcome to our 100 Games segment. We are now a 100 Games fan cast. That no, 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 Two no. people that aren't, what do you call it? Two people that are talking about a thing, but not really fans. Is it technically a fan cast? Um, I would call it's it. It's like a fan with a question mark rant? cast? <laughs> fan cast? Yeah. So Woody Harrelson's role in this, he plays, so the way the 100 Games works is each time they have it, one person wins. So Woody Harrelson was a person that won it. Okay, so he's like an ambassador to the game, sorta. So like, what his role is, he is then like the advisor to like Peta and Katniss, who are part of this district that go to the game. So he like, okay, he trains them a little bit and gives them advice, but he's also like a really like cynical drunk. Okay, like that's Woody Harrelson's character. Gotcha. That that's all I need to know. In the books, you really grow to like him. In the movie, he's just not. Woody Harrelson does a bad job in the movies too. Like it's. Does I he? don't know if it's his fault, but like he's a pretty good actor in a lot of things. But oh, I he's don't, a great actor. I don't remember him being good in the Hunger Game yeah. books or movies. No, sorry, the Hunger maybe Game he movies. didn't have much to he work. He was great with. in the Hunger Game books. I visualized yeah. him very well, but in the movies, he wasn't that great. I think it's, it's probably partially because the movies weren't. Very I was good. gonna say I would probably lean more toward the script. Than... Yeah, it was like, hey, you're a drunk and you're sad. Because I feel like recently and, like, that was his direction. he's even been nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah, let's say, let's say it's definitely so is I, not. I feel like I would lean toward yeah. either either the script wasn't good and or he was, was just probably like, a combination. Just, whatever, this is a paycheck say, at this paycheck, point. Paycheck, script, and like bad direction for him. Like the character yeah. of the book is like complex because like over time you get to know why he's so cynical and drunk. If they said, like, just play a cynical drunk, you got it. All right. 
this is what I am, and that's what he was, and it wasn't anything special, so. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, Catching Fire next week here. Yeah, or... sounds like it. <laughs> now, do they wear, like, gloves, burn-proof gloves when they're catching the fire? Um, like the embers? You are actually surprisingly close. <laughs> oh, the no. The Catching Fire is both a metaphor for, like, rebellion, but also there's a lot of fire imagery in the uh, books. So of course there is. A little bit on, a little bit on the oh, right so you got on this conversation because of the election stuff, I think. We were talking about how I'm we have first world problems with oh, our elections. Oh, that's right. We have very much first world problems with. I would just wish like we could, could decide it like the draw names. names out of a hat. Just draw a name like all right. It yeah. is. It is Wyoming's turn to give us a president. We gotcha. draw names. Um, Lou Big Shot, you're our president for Wyoming. So that would be our president for a few years. You can't really Dog, complain about it. Can you it. imagine the merch game for Lou Big Shot? Lou Big Shot. That sounds like. We should trademark that name. I don't know what yeah. media, what like IP that would go into it for us, but like Lou Big Shot is a pretty pretty solid main character name. That is. They call me Lou Big Shot. Yeah. Hold on to that. Stay tuned, listeners. We'll have a new thing coming up. Yeah, because you know Big Yellowstone Shot. will probably try to poach it from us. Those people that write Yellowstone are like just always listen to Table in a Basement to see yeah. their ideas. But so yeah, uh, moving on. I guess more review talk. I did have on my list to talk about the new Lord of the Rings show. Oh, the Rings I've heard of about power. it. It's like a seven hundred million dollar. I am not endeavor. surprised. It looks like it's that expensive. They put a lot of money into it's it. Pretty good. Pretty good. As somebody that really likes the first three Lord of the Rings movies. Now I have heard, and again, this is probably with uh, some modernizing, but it made it dawned on me. Okay, I haven't watched The Lord of the Rings in a long time. Were there any black people in The Lord of the Rings? The Lord of the Rings are mildly, not many people pointed out, besides, like, it was more like a lately thing, like, when, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are just sort of, like, going through and picking through everything. Like, Lord of the Rings is, like... But, like, it made me think about it, because I heard someone mention... very, very Caucasian-heavy actor movie. Yeah. I would say almost it's... I can't... Maybe in the background, I don't know. That's maybe. what I was trying to think, even in the background. Like, I feel like the most diversity was, like, the orcs or different races. It wasn't, you didn't so much think, of, or different, like, like elves yeah. and all that. You weren't necessarily thinking about uh, skin tone or sexual no, orientation. you really weren't. They didn't really lean into it very much, which, no. like... I get it's hard for me to which really I say. I mean, the Nazgul like, could have been a different yeah, race, it but could we have, don't know. But, like, that's the thing, like... I never really notice it, but I'm also white, so like I'm represented in that. So mm-hmm. it's one of those weird, like it's not a thing I want to touch because yeah, it feels no, like that's fair. Setting myself up to accidentally say something really I'm offensive. I'm gonna casually but... <laughs> observe this and say things, but try not to say yeah, anything but, like, that'll like affect. Part of the Lord of the Rings, so like it's not like all the main s- cast was like <laughs> it's not what J.R.R. Tolkien envisioned. <laughs> the main cast obviously was a very white cast, and even in the background, it was like. All Caucasian people playing these roles, which, like, once again, like, I didn't really take note of it, but yeah. it's also, like, I don't take note of that normally. It's yeah, just, like, no, I don't thing. either. Like, what the whole, uh, well, it's also probably because I don't care for friends, but the whole, like, oh, there's no diversity in friends. I was like, I mean, I'm sure they were just trying to focus on it's a comedy. Yeah, we're just trying the, our best to make something out of this terrible, terrible premise. Yeah. I hate friends. That's, yeah, that's not a very a, jaded. Not a fan. I don't like friends, but yeah, like, so the show's really good. I really enjoy the show as someone that likes Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I will say lots of people have issues with it okay. that I think are unfounded. One of them, as you said, is say. like the very weird like frustration over race, which like 
I don't personally understand. So like, are they look, frustrated that they included races in it? Um, what are what are people up in arms about? So there's a couple different angles. Some people that are just like hardcore about the lore of this Lord of the Rings. Okay. Are more from the standpoint of it doesn't make sense. Like, oh, like this race of elves from this area. It wouldn't make sense for them to be all these different skin tones because they're all from this one area. So, like, that's not as, like, melanin is greatly affected by where, like, a group of yeah, people is from. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I heard So, they're that saying there being, wouldn't be a diverse gene pool. Yes. That is, like, one point I see from a group of people that care very much about how this makes sense. Some might argue a, like, too much. Anthropological, also, like, lore endpoint. But they mm-hmm. also say, like... The same people I've also heard say that they like the idea of, like, African-Americans in this role because it also highlights, oh, they could be from, like, these other elf nations, which they think is a good idea. Okay. That's not a thing I'm super interested in because I think it's a show, and I'm not, I'm not personally worried about, like, the anthropological, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, implications of that. I get what you're saying. Say. It doesn't I get what you're bother saying. me. I don't think about it. Even hearing about it, I don't think about it, like... Like, someone, like, saying it to my face, like, I just forget it immediately because it's not a thing I'm going to enjoy the show over. Yeah. It's a weird detail. Some people are from that angle. Other people I've seen see it as, like, it violating the Lord of the Rings as, like, this weird, like, trademark of white culture, which is weird, too. Like, seeing it essentially as, like, any sort of representation within the Lord of the Rings show is, like a leftist assault on this creative thing for white Ooh, people. okay. Without explicitly saying it's for white people. But it's, it's essentially saying, yeah. saying It's that. very much that attitude. Okay. Of like, oh, there's black people in this. This is just like the left putting their ideals in, which even more silly. Don't buy that. That's not great. So, yeah, that is one issue people have with it. Even more silly. Well, before you know it, they'll be coming for our guns. But anywho. <laughs> even more ridiculous that I've seen more than anything else. I was just like, for just for just giggles, I wanted to go through like the most like opinionated, unreasonable group of people of fandom, which is typically okay. Reddit. I went to Reddit. Ooh, and okay, yeah. A very common thing that I saw people say is, like, I've been enjoying it so far, but I don't like that some of the elves' hair are short. Okay. Like the okay. fact that some of the elves have short hair was has that been is that a big a, no-no in the elf lore? No, I don't think it was a big no-no. It's just people don't like it. <laughs> well, how many elves like, did any elves have short hair in Lord of the Rings? I've never read the books personally, and I'm not somebody that has dug deep into the lore of like the books within themselves. Just because okay. that's a lot more than I've ever felt. Like, well, it sounds off. like if some people are up in arms about that, then maybe they didn't. Maybe they like weren't allowed to cut their hair or something. There's probably some sort of reason behind, it, or maybe it's just like that's what was mentioned about like this race of people. Or maybe but, like, people just, have unnecessary fixations yeah, and they feel just, they need to voice them out on the internet. It's just how like how petty it seems. From my perspective, to see someone just like the one of the biggest holdups is some of the elves have short hair. Is their big complaint like the CGI is great? Did the they actors have... are doing a really good job? Elrond has short hair. Did they all have pointy ears? Yes, all the elves have pointy. Ears. Then that's what matters. They like said they're very clearly elves. Just some of them have short hair. So what if some of them are... had like regular ears? <laughs> like, like no, what? not elves. Have, not all has a pointy ears. That's it's... appropriation. So yeah, that's just. That is, like, the main thing that I've seen that people have had beef with the show about. It's just, okay. like, elves and their short hair. Well, I'm pretty sure the Keebler elves all have short hair. Okay. Otherwise, like... It would get in the cookies. <laughs> Fair enough. Very similar, very similar universes. We all know that 
Tolkien based his entire world upon Keebler Elves. Yeah. Which I don't think is possible to be true because I don't think Keebler was a company at that point. Probably not. I don't know. I don't well, want to make what? that assumption. J.R.R. Tolkien wrote it like right after World War yeah. One. Yes. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think that would have been a thing. No. Maybe. Not going to look it up. Not important. Yeah. So, yeah, that... Um, other than that, um, I've seen... Similar to the lore thing, people complaining about the dwarvish women not having beards because they were very explicitly said in the Lord of the Rings that the dwarf women have beards, which... Oh, really? I see... Was there a dwarven woman in there the Lord of not, the Rings? There was not in the movies. You saw very few dwarves in the movies. You yeah. saw essentially Gimli and his dad when they showed up to the council, but Gimli is like really the only dwarf you see yeah. in the actual movies, but... True. But yeah, people were kind of annoyed by it, which I see, which is... It's interesting. From like a... Focus group standpoint, women with beards weren't going to test well because there's nothing sexy about that. Yeah, that's... But uh, from, like, a, like, body-accepting sort of point of view, women with beards would be a very progressive thing to do. So that's an interesting line to toe there. It would studio. be, but it, it's not common. That's really only happened when it's, like, a rare genetic... Yeah, but, like... Mutation. We've got special effects and makeup. Of that, you could make it happen. What's, it, what's his name? Uh... Barnum, Bailey, Ringling, whichever guy was pretty much a sociopath making money, oh, the bearded lady and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. The these guys have genetic. Yep. Let's yeah. exploit it yeah. for money. So that was. Which one was he? They made uh, a movie about him. I'm not sure. Hugh Jackman sings or something. Oh, The Greatest Showman? Yeah. I don't know what character about that is. But yeah, exploiting. Zan- Zandaya is in it. Or Zandaya. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's in it. She. I know Ted Bundy lookalike is Ted in it. Ted Bundy's in it, yeah. Jack <laughs> Ted Bundy's lookalike yeah, is in it. They brought ten. They Ted brought Bundy ten Bundy. They, they dug him up real quick and yeah. said, "Put some strings on his arms and piloted him for a circus movie." But yeah, so yeah um, those are the controversies. The show itself, it's interesting. Um, it's very much reflective, I think, of how poorly the Hobbit movies were received. Ooh. It's like the Hobbit movies were with like, good reason, in my opinion. The, oh yeah, absolutely. Like the Hobbit movies were like. How much can we get away with with CGI? Like, how can and we piggybacking um, off what happened in yeah, Lord of the yes. Rings? How much can we like make up stuff for the sake of fan service? It was like testing the waters, and it failed tremendously. Where it feels like this show is correcting that and staying true to what they now officially know. This is what works with this franchise. Like, a lot of very practical things. Not a whole lot of CGI. Some definitely there, but like all the yeah. orcs, like the orcs in the Hobbits. It was like. Like, the main bad guy was just CGI. He was a CGI monster. Yeah, but like and all not of... even really important in the book. No, no. But all the orcs that have been in this show so far have been, like, practical makeup. They look really cool. Yeah. So, like, that's a really cool thing to come back to. And, like, as far as acting goes, like, obviously, like, Elrond and, like, Galadriel were played by very iconic actors and actresses. And, like, their performances were going to be, like, a big thing to try to, like, aspire to. And it feels like, at least from my opinion, like... The actors they hired did, like, a really good job of, like, yeah. replicating speech patterns and, like, postures and things. So, it's pretty good. If you like Lord of the Rings, I would definitely say give it a watch. Now, what about, like, the Hob- like Elijah Wood or Vigo Mortensen or... I mean, they're not in it. No, but I mean, like, it's, has the people that have played, like, Faramir or Frodo, have they done a good job? Uh, they're not in it. Oh, they're so, not. So yeah, in. this so this is like a big old. Oh prequel. wait, this is so this is like Hobbit time. No, this is before that. Before so Hobbit this time. is like this is the whole thing around this is going to be the story of the Rings of Power getting made. So this oh, is like before okay. Sauron did like his big thing and like the yeah. big war happened. So Sauron's alive. Yes, he's alive somewhere. The Rings this of is like, Power is that who the Nazgul people became? 
that is who the human kings became after they got the rings of power. After they got so the rings more of power. lore, everybody. This is now our Lord of the Rings fan cast. Yeah. Yes, the Nazgul. So in this show, eventually these rings are going to get made. Okay. The human kings that receive their rings of power are eventually become, become the Nazgul. Like the big spooky guys with the hoods for gotcha. those of you that have never seen the series. So. Well, or that have seen them but don't really fully understand yes. the so, lore. I don't think... Because don't they mention... Well, like in the movies, it'll just be like, yeah, let's do a really quick five-minute narration. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. Essentially, like, this it. show is that five-minute narration from the first Lord of the Rings movie. Where we can actually... Yes, these kings and these kings and these kings and all these people got these magic rings and this guy was bad. Now let's show Bilbo smoking a pipe. Yeah. Anyways, let's go and play. Let's this is party time. Bunch of fat short people. Yep. So yes, that I don't think it counts as a spoiler because like once again, the first Lord of the Rings movie said this story in five minutes. So if you weren't aware of that, you're probably watching the show without. Oh, here's another the right background. How long of a grace period is it before you can? Go ahead and just say spoilers for like anybody coming. Oh knowledge. boy, um, I feel, does it depend on the movie? I think I don't. That's a hard. I feel like I don't want to say a year, so, but I feel like so. A here's year an is, example: if you go to a midnight showing and then spout it off to people, oh, you're a jerk. You're don't a jerk. Do that. You're don't a do jerk. That. Um, if it's years removed and this person has said, "Oh, I've been meaning to see it." I feel like at a certain point it was like you probably aren't gonna, so it's yeah. safe so to just go ahead. I would say ahead. within a year if they haven't seen it, because that's mm-hmm. plenty of time to like prioritize. And at that point, so, I don't. I still just just an example. I it's been a few years ago now, but I got uh, chastised for uh, quote unquote spoiling what happened at the end or the twist in fight club. And I just wanted to look at the person and be like, you realize this is I got like that spoiled to me years. because like I overheard like a stranger like, say it. You realize with how far removed this is. Like, I say that's the hard thing. So like movies like fight club or like the sixth sense would have been a fascinating movie to watch without realizing the spoiler. But like that's so those much movies that are passed. like, like giant blockbusters are only, like, great with their spoilers, like, within the first week. Because after that, yeah. you're going to know, oh, this big thing happened in this giant movie you've got to uh, see. the best is, what was, Sixth Sense title in Swedish translated to He is a Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That's I guess at the end of the game was, who's the ghost? Which one? There's several keys in this movie. But I, I think it's funny because uh, High School Luke sat down and watched it with his wife and she had never heard the spoiler never found it out and that's shocking she five or ten minutes in was like oh they're not like talking directly to him he's dead oh yeah the same like i when i first watched the sixth sense i had a very similar like i already knew but it's like oh yeah this is clearly this is very well set up to this to be the case this isn't just like yeah. a thing you throw in the end like they they knew this was the vision so yeah yeah, it's a really good movie. If you haven't seen The Sixth Sense, like I it's, haven't. It's definitely it's been spoiled for you, but it's still oh, worth it, a it watch. certainly it's good. has. But you know what? I'll get over it, yeah, and I'll good. probably still never watch it. But so yeah. continue to spoil it. for I me. think so. What's hard about spoilers, though, like I think big blockbuster, you have like a few months to a year where mm-hmm. like people should not spoil it intentionally. Like be conscientious of who your friends are. If you think they're gonna see it, don't say it. But like things like indie movies that you might not hear of till like 10 years after it's yeah. been released like oh there's this really good movie with a really good twist like just have some common sense like that's why like I say 
safest thing is just never spoil movies yeah. for people. Just like, oh, I or, think you're going to see or it. Or I, I might ask, like, oh, have you seen the movie? And if they say, no, I've been meaning to watch it, then I won't say yeah, anything. Yeah, let's say, it's, it's one of those, like, practice human self-awareness. You don't yeah. need to just, like, assume that this person might see it. Like, yeah. be kind, don't. Yeah, and that's, like, I would never intentionally. Yeah. I was talking with, I knew, like, two of the other people had, watched it so then when i found out some other person in the group hadn't i was like well shit sorry yeah. but yeah you know they, what that's on you at some yeah, point there's a, there's a time frame like it's that's the thing too if you're with a big group of people where more people have seen it than not that gets a little it's like, muddy it muddies the waters yeah it gets but muddy. i don't know i mean yeah i'm not gonna watch a midnight showing and then go out and I'm like wow can you believe they killed Voldemort? or <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it was Voldemort the whole time <laughs> wow Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, what are you doing here? I guess you had the Deathly Hallows Part 2 inside you all <laughs> along. I don't even know if that's the name of the title, and I don't care. Uh, it is the set, the very last movie. Yeah. After the Deathly Hallows Part 1. I didn't watch it. I don't care. That's fair. You know what? The series ended for me, for movie-wise, after Prisoner of Azkaban. So, as far as I'm concerned... Prisoner of Alcatraz. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah can you, can um, you believe Al Capone died in <laughs> Azkaban? <laughs> So that was movie segment. I have another movie review on my list of things. I would from love our to hear it. Family friendly website, but let's. Oh, we want to. We'll table move it. that a little bit later. Let's not. Yeah. Well, this is a heavy movie week, so. But I have. It is. I mean, we've covered. Uh, we've technically covered two whole universes. Universe. Universes. Universi. Yeah. Universi. Yes. The Hungry Games and the, the Hungry Hungry Hippos and the expensive Amazon world. Yes. I say I am not surprised that movie is that expensive. Thought, not that I saw the show. I could be wrong, but I thought it was like someone said. Like, it looks expensive. There's not hundreds a, of that's the thing. Like there's CGI, but like there's like a lot of like really good costumes, really good set yeah. pieces that well, are CGI. I think because they're and doing like a whole say, yeah, show. Each episode is like. 60 70 minutes so like it's a lot i might also be mixing up the budget for house of dragon game of thrones i will never see that i don't really care about. i don't think i will anything, either anything game of thrones i just don't want to see but yeah so, um another thing to talk about i as i was on reddit um i found there is a subreddit called am i the asshole this is where people post their uh potential faux pas or awkward situations is this still about they... hobbit or no not even rings rings no, no. switching what's things. it called uh, the Rings of Power. Okay, cool. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, really good. Great, great acting. Really good effects. Um, I stubbed my toe the morning before I watched it. Four out of ten. Would not watch again. All right. We've moved on. <laughs> so, yeah, this is um, Am I the Asshole subreddit where people post oh, their um, conundrums of social situations or decisions they've made, things they've done, and they want to just, like, ask just, like, a large group of strangers, are they a jerk in this situation? Are they? Okay. This one caught my attention for the title alone. Am I an asshole for calling my girlfriend's eight-year-old sister a moron for filling our kitchen water jug with snails? (laughs) There is a story. Basically, she was collecting snails and have no idea why, but decided to put them in our drinking water. It's a small tank, maybe five. That's so. What's funny about these is reading the errors. It's just a liters. It, this says five litres. five liters that we get filled up at a. Well, isn't that how it's spelled in like? Is it Europe? 
maybe, I don't know, five liters that we fill up with water inside of a fowl. However, my girlfriend and her parents have been drinking out of it for the past two days. I'm worried that they're going to get sick. Pretty sure snails are major carriers of disease, right? I went off about her not knowing better to my girlfriend, and now she's upset about me bad-mouthing her sibling. So. Well, okay. Let's, let's put our very nuanced, very like high, conflict-engaging yeah. point of view into this. I mean... I think he's, it's fine for him to be uncomfortable and upset about it, but it is also just a kid. So I think you shouldn't rant about it to, yes, it's your significant other, but it's her little sister. If she loves her little sister and knows like oh good heart like she didn't really fully understand it she i mean why would you want to give the snails that you just captured dirty water yeah like why so that's fair like you're caring about these things yeah you're caring about it you're Most not kids thinking I about know germs would throw salt on them and watch them like yeah. turn into liquid oh if she, is... if she was a boy yeah i guarantee she'd be dumping salt on it if she found out that that happens so an interesting thing apparently <laughs> A lot of people are saying that whoever drank this water need to go to the hospital immediately. Because <laughs> apparently snails, as it turns out, are large carriers of parasites. Oh, nice. As one person whose username is Snailgazer, apparently they harbor many parasites and diseases that may impact major organs like lung, liver, and intestines. So, so yeah, you does could, this does you this could new say knowledge it's technically make... the definition of moronic, but I think ranting about it i think when it's calling a any eight-year-old a moron feels like an overstep it it might feel I'm an good educator, it could feel so. good in the moment it definitely so a lot of things do feel good in the moment you can call anybody a moron in the moment yeah. and it probably feels good but i feel like but then when it sits and you realize yeah i did technically it was just a little kid yeah like so here's a little customer service example to lead up to this that i could have said something very similar but it wouldn't have been made sense so this week at market, at the start of the day, like I get like some glass cleaner and I spray down our cold case. And this week, some like an old lady come up and asked me to move so she could look at the case. So which like one kind of rude. I'm doing my job, but two, she asked me to move and then stood beside me to stare at the case. But the case was covered in glass cleaner, so she couldn't see through it anyways. In that situation, I could have said, "Lady, you're a moron. You can't even see through this. Let me clean it." But not great. Yeah. Doesn't really lead to anything good in that situation. Like, what she was saying was moronic. Like, there's, like... But you didn't call her out for being a moron. It's like when we talked about when people just be like, yeah, a lot of people say I'm an asshole, but I mean, I just speak what's on my mind. I'm just honest. So that's... It's like, well, no, we didn't necessarily need or want your opinion. Yeah, that's, like, the main thing with, like, this entire subreddit. It's just mostly those people... Like that's, it took me a while to oh, even like find tough. this one that I thought. Is was... there any where it's like, no, we can root for that guy. You're not a jerk. Um, not that I've seen on the yeah. front page. Like that was the funniest one by far, as far as like. And that's also oh, that's part a funny of the headline. Thing. Like if you have to ask, am I the asshole? Nine times out of ten, even if there's a part of you where you're not in the wrong, you're probably gonna say things or you did something where I'm gonna be like, yeah, you were kind of a jerk in that instance. Like, yeah, like, it's it's a lot of, like... I feel like if you have to ask that question, there's a part of you that knows, 
Oh, yeah. I was a dick. Like, it's, like, most of the things on the subreddit are, like, things like drama surrounding weddings, drama surrounding siblings and weddings, or drama surrounding exes and getting remarried. Like, it's, like, very, it's, like, a lot of, like, wedding-centric things are, like... So, is it safe to say if someone ever asks you, am I the asshole, cut them off before they finish their story and just say yes? Probably. Yeah. If you have, like, that's, like... That's my general rule. Like, if you have to ask yourself, you're too close to the line. Yeah, you're <laughs> towing the line. I, like I said, sometimes people just want a, an excuse to vent. Um, but I never ask, "Am I the asshole?" I just ask, like, "Am, am I, am I losing my mind, or am I in the wrong here?" Yeah, most of these like make me sad to read. So no, go ahead. I want to hear a it's sad one. Too many. Let me hear like, a sad one. Sad one. Like, am I like for not going to my dad's funeral for not like for breaking a promise I made to my mom? It's just like things like that. Okay, where, like, yeah, yeah, you are. It's just like it's a lot of family drama, and I really yeah. don't have the desire to dig into that. But sometimes, like one in every hundred, you see my girlfriend's sister put slugs in our water. I and like. It's that. like, oh, interesting. What what is that story? So. Brief little detour to Reddit. I think the consensus is you're a jerk for using the mannerisms, but also go to the hospital. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say if the kid was older enough to know better, but I, I mean, an eight-year-old kid. It's I an knew, eight-year-old. So, like, that's I knew the thing. nothing about, like, Yeah, like, a lot of people said, like, this person's dangerous. eight. They should know better. But to anybody that says this person's eight, they should know better, has never interacted with an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Kids that I, are 13 will do this. I can kids, tell you as a, I, oh, wait, did my nephew just turn seven or eight? I, oh, I think he just dude, turned eight. Yeah. It's, you have a squishy brain, not, so, like, you're in your mid-20s. So, like, when you're eight, you are particularly, like, you're... You're I great, but you're a special level I of stupid, still, naturally. I still don't trust me, and my brain has technically been formed for Yeah, exactly. For so, so being eight does not justify whether or not no. you could, like, call someone a moron. So. Whether you're eight or 28, if it's a... Well, granted, it was a girl, and they do mature faster. Still eight. Still eight. I will say, let's, yeah. I've seen lots of eight-year-olds through assorted summer camps in school. Eight-year-olds are not... Yeah, I would never... Sometimes they'll surprise you, but a lot of times, like, this is exactly what I would have expected. If I ever age. ask if something's broken or there's an incident where someone's crying and I say what happened, I am immediately taking it with a grain of salt because I was like, there's no way they're going to be fully honest nope, with me. they're not going to be fully honest. Also, I don't think they realize what they did. Yeah. Like, oh, I just gave my whole family slug disease. Whoops. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, I wonder what parasites and stuff they... I mean, they're gross, like, drowned creatures. They're yeah, always on. That's where germs live, Jared. On the the, yeah, the icky. Yeah. So moving on, um, back to the movie segment. We've talked a lot about like high, like fantasy, like big lore worlds. We talked a lot about young adult novels. Let's talk about family a little bit. Let's family? talk about movies for families. This week on KidsInMind.com, we are going to look at the review for the Simpsons movie. Oh, classic from 2007, rated PG-13. Oh, seven. We're seeing so a four for violence and gore, and a four for language, but a five for sex and nudity. Let's see what Boy, I our don't remember. Let's see what our no fun parent robots that, say about this did, movie. Saw that movie in theaters. I did not. I wish I would have. I should have. But it was a good. I enjoyed that movie. So our hyperclinical no fun parent robot. This is how they describe the sex and nudity of the Simpson movie. 
Okay. A boy skateboards nude through a town, and his bare legs, abdomen, and buttocks are visible, while his genitals are blocked by different items as he passes. Oh, he yeah. continues through the town, yes. and at one point, his genitals in cartoon outline are shown briefly. Um, a husband and wife stand in a bedroom. <laughs> the woman's dress is torn up the back by a friendly deer's horn, and she is left wearing a short negligee, I think that's how you pronounce that, that reveals cleavage and bare legs. I don't know if you pronounce that or not, but I tried my best. The man is helped out yeah, I think he of it. his clothes by many friendly birds. We see him bare-chested wearing jockey shorts. They walk together towards the bed, and animals in the room look on with alarm. The scene ends implying they are having sex. It does. <laughs> it does. We see a man and a horse kissing on TV, and then a man asks a pig if it thinks they should also kiss to break the tension. We do not see them kiss. Important caveat. A man and a pig share the opposite ends of a carrot, and the man blows a pig's stomach and makes a raspberry noise. <laughs> <laughs> that gets it the five. Two male police officers kiss, pa- kiss passionately, pa- pa- passionately, passionately, and grab each other's butt. I can't talk anymore. The raspberry comment has me so flustered. That is hilarious. Grab each other's buttocks and go into a room. A man and a woman kiss in a few scenes. That's an interesting thing to tackle on the end of there. Um, so within violence and gore, I'm interested to see this for The Simpsons, a man is struck by a large piece of glass from a dome and is shown pinned under it. He is probably dead and seemingly cut in half and no blood is evident. A man loads a shotgun and points it at a man and boy. And a rock falls on the man's head and knocks him out. Yeah. Boy, that's at the end of the movie, though. A man seems to strangle his son a couple of times, once for laughing at something that's funny. The boy is okay, though, in parentheses. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What about the hammer into the eye? A mouse stabs a cat through the chest and abdomen several times while on the moon. The cat collapses, breaking its helmet, and when exposed to the lack of atmosphere, gasps and one of its eyes bulges. A mouse launches many nuclear missiles towards the moon. A cat on the surface of the moon streams, opening its mouth wide. The missiles fill its mouth, and one of the outsides I would sprouts just... a boot that kits the cat in the stomach and causes all the missiles to explode. I would love to think of someone who's not fully familiar with The Simpsons be like, wait, where the cat mouse Someone come had from? to sit down and like look at an itchy and scratchy sketch and type this out. Yeah. It's incredible. A man rides a motorcycle around the inside of a sphere twice, and when he reaches the top, he crashes down to the bottom, and with the motorcycle landing on top of him, the man yells each time. Um, a woman runs into a burning building, and her hair is on fire when she comes back out. Two men walk out of the polluted lake, and their clothes melt off their bodies. We oh. see their underwear. Oh. Um, there's a lot of these for violence and gore, because there's a lot of just, like, r- really weird qualifications for that. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Moving, where is the language? And what's the lesson? Oh, you're right. I forgot about the lesson. It's such a long page. Just got to keep scrolling. Yeah. There we are. So language. Uh, there are two obscene hand gestures. I remember that scene. I like that scene. Homer sinking down into the quicksand, flipping everybody else and getting stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like stuck. Um, lots of anatomy jokes. What do they say? Oh, his head's up there clawing. <laughs> Uh, some substance use. A man smokes marijuana from a bong. A boy drinks a small bottle of whiskey and becomes drunk. And there are several empty beer bottles in a bar scene. A woman smokes a pipe. <laughs> How risky. All right. So here are discussion topics. Yes. Um, family, pollution, global warming, EPA. 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 <laughs> Bestiality, father's love, disappointment, religion, 
oil companies, strength of women, corruption of power, love, marriage, support of each other, vigilante justice, inbreeding, epiphany, failure, masturbation, making mistakes, consistency, suicide, having faith in each other, disappointing family members, destruction of natural resources for oil, and homosexuality. Those are our discussion topics. Oh, wow. The big message for you to discuss with your kids as they sit on your lap, the as big the sun takeaway. descends under the horizon, on your rocking chair, on your old porch, looking over your fields, the message you should discuss is, we are nothing without other people in our lives. Oh, that's, that's that nice. the message for the Simpsons. That's a good... That's a nice little message there. That's yeah. good. That's good. All right, so the, yeah, that is um family movie review time. Thanks for tuning in for that. Uh, yeah, if you feel like the man with his fingers held up in the air and the woman with her hair on fire is too much, don't watch it with your kids, you know? That's still his surface. Claw at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. So, I do have a BuzzFeed for this week. Do you have anything else you want to talk about Wait, while I pull that up Dr. here? Doesn't Dr. Nick get killed? They didn't mention that one. Um, I skipped a lot of the violence things. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So there was a lot it mentioned, but... Oh, sorry, what were you asking me? Uh, do you have any topics while I load up this BuzzFeed quiz? Yeah, I actually do. I have some written down. Jared has his hard copy quick. Let him get it out. Yep. And you hear the rustling of papers in the movie. Okay, so speaking of... Um, speaking of uh, kids... <laughs> Jared just has like a pile of receipt-looking papers. Yeah. With- or like one looks like a book he cut apart. Well, or no, a the one the one was for my prescription. Uh, Did you take notes on, or was just like a thing in your pocket? It was just a thing in oh, my okay, pocket. Okay, that's better. Uh, the other one actually is so it involves kids again. Kids, eight year old, uh, ironically. Wow, um, we have some very clear themes this episode. So had a nephew. Uh, I mean, I have a nephew. I had a nephew. Wow, this could <laughs> have dark. multiple nephews. Yeah, sorry, oldest one of said winery owner that I've talked about. Um, he just had a birthday recently. And eight-year-old, I mean, you're thinking, oh, what should I get for a birthday present? And his parents have been like, you know what, ask us for one thing because they don't want a list and all yeah. the crazy stuff. But now they feel obligated when he wants the one thing that they, oh, man, we got to deliver. All he wanted... For his eighth birthday, was a drone. Oh no, Jared! You don't buy eight-year-olds nice things. I now, to their defense, I don't know the quality of it, but you can imagine my surprise when I learn this and find out he opens said present and it's a drone. And drones, drones. Yeah. So, I mean, my future. My future military nephew bombing the Middle East, <laughs> flying unmanned aircraft. That's how uh, it starts. Yep, that's how it starts. Gets it in his blood. So gets a bug for it. He gets it up there, and first night he's being there, supervised. So things went pretty well. Crashed a couple. Turns out it only has a ten minute battery life. That sounds about right. It sounds about. I didn't realize drone like the drones had. Yeah, like recreational battery. drones seem to typically have short battery lives on like the cheaper end. Yes, obviously. So. Let's fast forward two days later, and I'm at the winery, and he must have asked if he could go out and fly the drone. Now, in my head, it's like, wow, eight-year-old with a drone, let's at least have supervision. 
uh, if we count supervision as in his four-year-old brother <laughs> was there. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Jed. Who was supervising we're flying, who? We're flying a drone. <laughs> um, so he launches it, and first reaction I get is, boy, it's getting it really high. And then... Oh, that's the classic mistake. All I see... Is it zooming across the vineyard and two little heads bebopping? Uh, turns out it dropped into the cornfield. So three days in, drone is in the corn. Uh, instead of trying to get an idea of where you're at, they run back and immediately tell their dad. And my nephew thinks it only went about four rows in. Mark went 35 or 40 rows in, <laughs> back and forth, up and down, through an entire cornfield, and cannot find said drone. It's lost. So it did not go the just corn people four have rows in. But part of me wants to be like, well, maybe you should have supervised That's instead fair. of having the young... <laughs> well, I love the four-year-old. The Tyler Best Buy stories of the people that buy drones and they're immediately bringing them back because they did that exact same thing. Like, for some reason, the impulse, let's see how high it can go. Oh, it lost signal, and then it just crashes the yeah. most, like... So I don't think he could. lost signal, but I guess he got turned around, so when he thought he was flying it towards him, it just... Whoosh, and instead of maybe correcting it, they just continued to run down the vineyard like they were chasing after it. Um, <laughs> As small children with a sophisticated piece of technology yes. might do. So this was one that I guess it had like a little camera on it. It seemed like a decent yeah. controller to it. But this brings me to my question. What price should be a cutoff for kids' toys. Oh, man. That is a hard question to answer because kids' toys so are So like... kids, I will say up to 10 or, or... Actually, maybe I should say up to 11 or 12. So okay. That's a fair price range. So he's, what, kindergarten now in first grade. I think at eight. Or, are that's, you going into first like, or second grade? I feel like second or third. Maybe, maybe. second grade. Five sixes for uh, kindergarten. Yeah. So probably second or third. So yeah. Well, he just turned... Did he just turn seven or eight? I think he's in second He's in grade. elementary school. He's in second grade. <laughs> he is in elementary school. He's in second grade. That's what it is. What is your price cutoff for a kid under 10 where it's like, you might want that, but if I'm thinking realistically based off losing interest and responsibility... What price is it? Okay, this isn't... He's just going to have to suck it up and cry this one That is a hard question to answer because kids' toys are preposterously expensive. Yeah. Like, they are. For, like... So, at that, like, $10 to $15 price range, you're going to get, like, the smallest Lego set you possibly could. Like, things like that. Are like, just, literally like, two guys and maybe... Yeah, like, a, like a, essentially, like, a bike. Yeah. Like, a little motorcycle Lego set. It's like, that's what you're going to afford. So, like... I I agree with you 100% that it should be low because it's a clear example of, oh, we got you this nice thing. Oh, the nice thing is gone, which there's some debatability as to, like, why the nice thing is gone right now. But, well, I'm going to tell you yeah. a uh, four-year-old chaperone might have not. <laughs> now, don't don't get me wrong. He was cute. Yeah. <laughs> who was chaperoning who? And he is my favorite. But I would say, like, <laughs> who? 
So, like, I'm about to have a kid within, like, the next, like, year. Yeah. So, I feel like my attitude around this will change, but, like, No, anything, and I, I'm sure it anything will Anything well. more, like, $50, like, once a year. Okay. For, like, a really nice thing. Okay. Like, this is, like, a pretty good toy. Like, I want you, like, that 10 to $15 range is, like, small action figures, which are perfect. Use your imagination. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, like, I grew up with, like, small action figures. Those were awesome. You could do anything you want with them. Mm -hmm. This is a Power Ranger, but right now it's not anymore. This is a ninja because I want it to be. Yeah. Action figures are great, and if you break them, who cares because they're just little plastic guys. Yeah. But, like, a very expensive thing like that, like, I think I would be more stressed out watching a kid play with that than they would be having fun. Like, that is really expensive. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. No! Into a tree! Yeah. Well, apparently, I didn't find out the second day he had it. The whole reason he was over there in the open space was because he had it in their yard and hit a tree immediately. <laughs> immediately. That's not very good for um, sophisticated technology. But. Do you think... Like, that seems like it's a little too much for an eight-year-old. Oh, I will tell I you, at his age... That should be a joint, like, parent-kid gift. Yeah. Like, I got this for both of us. I will teach you how to use it. But yeah. this will be the parent Because I will tell you, piloting. as a little kid that had air hogs, big, big waste of oh, money. Yeah. Air Don't hogs were it. not very Do you ever good. think, oh, I want to give my kid, like, a little remote control plane or drone for that matter? Go ahead and smack your spouse and or significant other <laughs> in the face. Like, open palm. Open palm. And, yeah. like, not, like across like in yeah, front. yeah 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 like, it's yeah. like a palm to the forehead like, yeah we're not and maybe hit them with fruit because then the fruit will bruise strike yeah. your significant others at least not you. hard <laughs> dude give them a give them a gentle <laughs> give them a gentle bop like a like a you know like the face palm or like the Just oh like could the have conflict, had a like don't hit your spouse like not hard at least yeah like a little bop like a what were you thinking like a little <laughs> playful tap on the back of the head but one there where it's like, oh, okay, they know. It's not like the say, like the devil and the angel on your shoulder, <laughs> on like the two different shoulders, like the angel and the devil on the same shoulder, like yeah. mediating what you should do. Yeah. Like, don't hit your wife. Well, don't hit her hard. <laughs> All right, I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have them both on the same side. Yeah, at least you're good. not. Yeah, like we're all like, it doesn't matter like what part of the alignment spectrum you're on. We're on the same team here. Yeah, we're all on the spectrum. Anywho, so. <laughs> Since I started putting fluoride in the water, maybe. <laughs> i know how about it those poor frogs but so yeah i was trying to think and i had like a drastic one in my head i was like twenty dollars i'm never spending more than twenty dollars on a I don't toy that spend twenty dollars on myself hardly ever yeah but it's like on something that even if by an act of god they don't lose it or break it how much interest is it actually gonna hold guaranteed not worth what you yes, pay for say as somebody that grew up with parents like my parents have always been like very like they love giving gifts like they're gift givers like, yeah if we're talking, so about, mine. If so we're talking mine. about love languages my parents are love language through giving through gifts through gifts yes like they like really like christmas some have always, physical some have verbal they yes. have gifts christmas is always like a big gift giving time and like i always like I've gotten some really, really cool gifts mm -hmm. that I wish I would have appreciated more. Yeah, like, uh, I, like, I'm in the same boat. Like, I got, like, a really cool metal detector the one time that I accidentally broke because, like, I sat it down, like, too You cold. got a metal detector? It wasn't, like, a high-grade one, but it was, like, a first metal detector. Yeah, but like we could have been looking for treasure at the I beach. know. We, sh we should have. I That's what I'm saying. I, w I got it too soon or at an age where my brain was too soft because, like, I remember I sat it down and, like, it was too close to, to like, microwave? a... No, yeah... <laughs> The microwave for your room. It was like the heating vents in my room. So like the plastic warped a little bit around oh, the battery part. Like no. that was that was a huge I was sad about it, but like I didn't like now I am like so meticulously 
cautious with the things I own because I don't want them to break. I also don't buy myself nice things because I don't trust yeah. myself. Me neither. So and that's part of like what informs my like opinion on gift giving for kids. But that might change. Who knows? Yeah. Well, and I think about like when my niece was like two or three, man, my parents, her parents siblings just went all out all these crazy kitchenette sets all these toys i mean i think my sister probably alone and i don't know if it was supposed to show like oh i need to show how much i love my daughter mm-hmm. so i'll spend like six or seven hundred dollars worth that this kid will outgrow within a year yeah. or two and it's just like i think of all that stuff that is sitting there yep and it's just like, was it worth it? Baby clothes are a scam, man. I stand by it. Well, baby clothes, but all like the little tykes kitchen mm-hmm. sets and entire... Like, we don't need three different... Look, it, fine if the culinary thing, but now we're getting the kids roller coaster. Like, either extreme athlete or kitchen. <laughs> like, let's not <laughs> confuse the child. I had something to say. I Go for it. I, gonna, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I've lost it. We're talking about gifts. I can't remember. Gifts, price. Uh, the other big thing is the scotch experiment. That I'll explain in a second. We'll be back after this commercial break. Are you sad? Do you need help? Well, try alcohol. So, Anyways, we're back. Anyways, so one of my dad's friends... Uh, well, friend, co-worker from where he used to work and retired. Um, he stopped down at the winery. It had been like a few years since they saw each other. So they were catching up on life and all, you know, the good old stuff. So he gave my dad a gift, almost like a retirement gift. And it's a bottle of scotch. Hmm. Legit classy, scotch. Classy, classy. Sing, legit single malt scotch. And the first reaction I had as I was seeing this, I was like, well, this man clearly doesn't know my dad that well. Because my dad is not a fan of, like, high quality I liquors. would say liquor in general. Mm-hmm. He'll have a beer here and there, but, like, I rare, have rarely seen my dad drink. Yeah, that is, like, that like intimidates me now, a little bit seeing this bottle. this is, it's called, uh, I think it's pronounced Lagavulin, like legit aged 16 years in a barrel. I guess this bottle's, I don't know, like $115, $120. But the guy described it as like, yeah, it's like eating like smoked salmon, obviously without the salmon taste. I want you to just take a whiff of this. uh, Neither am I. Um... But I mean, it is potent. That is very potent. So the day he gets it, I mean, I pretty much predicted what was going to happen. I went in and had a splash with him at the kitchen table. And he's like, yeah, you can have the rest. I don't want this. And I mean, it was it was horrible. So I had immediately uh, the one guy that I work with at the winery. I was, like, telling him how it was going to happen. He was like, all right, I'll have to try it then when he's done with it. So I brought it in the next day. It smelled from across the bar. Like, it it literally... It wafts. It wafts like you smoked a carton of cigarettes. 
And it tastes like you smoked a whole cigarette <laughs> in one hit. So he had it, and he was like, this is absolutely disgusting. And I agreed. But it was easier to drink the second time around. It was still very you're, smoky. You're acquiring a palate. So the experiment is I have to have a minimum of two fingers of scotch for a week straight. <laughs> so my I'm on day number five or six right now. So Do you feel classy? The experiment is whether I will acquire a taste for it. Um, some potential hypotheses are, hey, you'll acquire a taste for it. Uh, you'll become an alcoholic. I feel like scotch is like the alcoholic, like the like yeah. high paid alcoholic so kind of choice. I uh, I've been doing about like that much or so and sipping away at it. It's a and splash, everybody. It's been getting easier. Don't be too concerned. And for my cousin who reads trivia mentioned just doing it with a splash of water that helps quote open it up, and that has made it smoother as well. So, oh yes, yes. I'm gonna have. Would you care? Go ahead and do a sip if you'd like. I'd like to see again, if I'm your not, thoughts are. I'm not a Scotch person. Neither am I. It does make my nose feel a lot of things. It's like opening up my nose in ways that my heart and motions can't. Yeah, you, be sure you don't <laughs> inhale while you drink it. It's. Uh, not bad. Pretty it smoky. It sits on the mouth like barbecue, like barbecue, like bar- <laughs> like a nice vinegary barbecue, <laughs> like a nice barbecued rib is what like my tongue feels like. Mm-hmm. It's very odd, and it's like it's so scotch is like barbecue liqueur, mm-hmm. like a nice like now baby Ray's liqueur. And I, I don't know if you've ever had a cigar or cigarette, but I have it. It, it <laughs> you now know what your mouth feels like or tastes like for the rest of a night and no amount of brushing your teeth or rinsing out at least for like a day it doesn't go away single malt not that i'm a smoker but as someone that has drunkenly bummed cigarettes (laughs) i can tell you i've woken up like oh it happens on accident you know no although side note and again, I don't smoke, but every now and then I hit a jewel pod while we're working at the winery. <laughs> it tastes like fruity pebbles. It no peppermint. Oh, peppermint! Oh, obviously, it tastes really good. <laughs> and it gives you a. It, it gives you a my nice. Lungs feel so weird, but uh, no, I would never. I would never want to have it as habit forming. But it gives a nice ten or fifteen minute pep in my step. Interesting. Yeah. Would never condone it though. That means you, high school kids out there, if you're still listening. That's right. Don't. Do Jewel. We all know it's not a flash drive. No one has flash drives anymore. That being said, if you're kind of like questioning things in your personal life or the job that you're doing, you know, whatever. Let me put it this way. I get why people in the service industry are a lot of smokers. Pain smoke because you need a break somewhere. It's... People are exhausting. They, I agree in a lot of ways, but... Yeah. So, again, would never condone it. Stay off drugs. Go team. Go um, so team. I realized last week I promised to talk about... Sorry, my... I was taking a drink. Oh, no, you're good. Last week I promised to talk about my wedding at the start of the podcast, but, you know, we can talk about it, about it at the end instead, as long as we're talking about it. So, 
Um, over the Why time, have, oh yeah, because we, we never we never, we never talked, talked about, about it. it. Over the time we weren't recording, I got married and it went well. I'm still married, so that's yeah. a positive. Not you many. are the one and all. Well, actually, no, there's a lot of us at this point in the friend group that are married. No, I meant I was gonna say you're the one and only wedding at the winery, but technically, oh, that's right. Technically, we did have a second one. No, I said we were the first wedding at Jared's and only, winery, and only so, one most likely. Some highlights: Jared made us. Sick, uh, Bar. amaretto sour, very good. Um, and a whiskey mule. So yeah, um, we had lots of local vendors and things, all the things that make us feel good about what we did. But some interesting things about the wedding. Um, one, I was joking the whole time about my wife making me a cream cake, so a cake that was just assorted creams. Mm-hmm. She. Is that a pause finger? Well, no, no, no. Sorry, that was a one. Oh, that's a that one. That was a number one. Sorry, sorry. Shush me. No, so she made me a cream cake. And yeah, Josh, this is shush. As a surprise. So, um, What is a cream cake? It's it's a cake that's just cream. Like, it doesn't have cake in it. It's I'm going to be like, honest. I don't remember eating any cake at your wedding. There was definitely cake there. That's a different thing we're talking about. But, yeah, so she made me this cream cake, and what I did was promptly smashed it with my open hand. It the was cake or her the face? Cake. No, the cake. Jerry, we talked about this. <laughs> okay, you gave her a bop on a the nose. bop on the forehead. No, I <laughs> smashed the cake with my open palm, and very few things were more satisfying than like feeling the crush of just like a solid buttercream molded cake. When the did any of this happen? Oh, I was probably around. behind the bar trying you were around. to... We did have like this... There was there are very few times in my life where I get to like share a moment with some of my favorite like male friends and like this big picture taken except at my wedding and then after the fact i realized jared wasn't in the picture so have to get that picture edited have jared's face in there somewhere but nah um, it's all good <laughs> yeah, like, dude i was working behind he the was scenes. off to the side doing i was something. i was like that uh i became my uh like that person behind the scenes where it's like, oh my gosh, everything has to be. I have to get make sure the Jared was make sure the alcohol's here. Make sure Jared it's good. was playing the stressed out role of my recently deceased mom for my wedding. He was running around being stressed out. Oh. Mild joke. We won't talk about that part. But so um, the but cake. I was I was I will admit I think partly because it was at the winery because it was best friend because it was all I was like those two or three days. I feel like I was maybe not quite as stressed about things as Nikki, uh, but I don't close know. in other aspects. I didn't aspects notice of it. the winery okay. for like behind the scenes for us, where like even just making sure all the drinks. Okay, were gotcha. There like probably, the okay, like a lot of that you weren't there for. Yes, but Jared Evan, was Evan a drink and guy. Luke. Evan and Luke saw a lot of that, like okay. us going to Walmart at eleven at night. Yes, they did have to do the, some like random trips, but um, it all worked out. Went yeah. perfect. Drinks were great, but um, the cake, Nikki had, like, very high, like, um, ambition to make, like, this really cool big cake. It's called, like, a double barrel cake. It's, like, I don't have the technical terms to describe it, but it's it, just, but like, it's, it's, it's layers of, like... a barrel, but, like, two of them. Like, two barrels. Imagine that. But, like, it's, like, a layered cake with, like, three layers, but, like, each layer is, like, a double layer, sort of, my best way to describe it, but... The one issue that happened was the one layer couldn't support the weight of the cake. So we had the day of, as my mother-in-law was transporting the cake there, a layer collapsed in on itself. So we had the cake. It was delicious. Just some of it wasn't super pretty. But yeah. that's fine. But the main thing that will forever stick in my head about that was about five or ten minutes before Nikki and I were planning on piecing out from the venue, um, there was, it was rainy all day. And at one point, like, a pretty intense storm started to blow in. And there was some people, like, standing by, like, these glass doors looking outside. We had, like, all these tents set up with, like, 
picnic tables and things. Like, that's where the food was. <clears throat> and we look out, and my recently acquired brother-in-law, Dan, was standing underneath the tent, holding it down while slowly just flying away. Like, the wind was like so strong. Like, the wind picked up. Yes, the wind picked up intensely. Dan was trying to get this tent down before, like, it got out of hand, and he was just a little bit too late, and he was quite literally floating away with this tent. So I remember... A group of there us. There was like a wave of us that like all ran out in the pouring at the same time, like just like came out in waves, and we we're all like, there were probably like ten of us just standing around this tent, holding it down, just like because staring at each other. You forgot because half of it was already up out of the ground and yes. was about to fall in and impale the other tent. Yes, it was all sorts of recipes of bad, but like there was ten of us just like holding this tent down, just braving getting, the wind. It was like a hurricane. Yes, getting plastered with rain, just getting yeah. pelted so hard. But like just standing around, staring at each other, like what do we do <laughs> besides this? Hang on, guys. I remember one point. I'm just like, I love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's so silly. But yeah, um, eventually we the wind died down like just long enough where like a group of ants we tore the tent apart. Yeah, but, we quickly. So, yeah, that was, like, the most noteworthy thing. Besides the fact I got married, watching my brother-in-law almost get blown away yeah. was very funny, given that nothing bad actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, the group was standing there, like, holding that tent down, which is, like, one of, like, the funniest, just, like, the, the communal sense of loss of control was just oh, yeah. the yeah. perfect ending to my personal wedding, just because that's what my life is. Just, like, I've lost control here somewhere. I don't know what happened. Something, like, some wind got a hold of the tent. Now I'm just trying to hold it down. So that was my abbreviated wedding talk. I'm sure Nikki will tell me at some point the things I missed that were just as interesting. But well, you know what? She's going to have to have to come on the podcast she will and have clarify to. it then. Yep, she will. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did it, everybody. I followed through on a promise I made, just I didn't quite do the promise right based on what I said last time. What your I promise? promised that we would talk about at the start of the show, but we're at the end of the show, so oh, you know I mean, things happen. The tent blew away. On yeah, what do you want from us? Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we talked about two whole movie universes. We did, and then we did a review of the one Simpsons. that I abs- Well, I would say I don't know much about either, but one I have no clue about, other than Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody and Philip Seymour Hoffman was he? I don't know. Wasn't Jennifer, he in the movies? Jennifer Lawrence and Woody Harrelson are the only actor and actress's names who I know. There are others I recognize, but I can't remember their names. Hmm. So, but anyways, that's that's not important right now. Do um, you have anything else to talk about, Jerry, before we sign off? Um, not really important. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Do we want to talk about the big news? What's the big news? The big news across the pond. Oh, yeah, we should. It's topical. Um, Dear Queen Elizabeth has died on us yesterday. Yeah. Like, this is like South Park timing. We can talk about the queen dying. Um, I'm going to feel a little bit bad about saying this, but I was like, I had just gotten off from work. Oh, no, no. I was, I just sat down for doing something, but like, I just got my phone open and I just like looked on like the little like abbreviated news section on like when you like swipe left on your phone and i just saw like queen elizabeth dies at 98 and like six was it six I 96 was, was it six are you 96. sure about that yeah i'm pretty sure it was 98 but no agree to disagree and just, tiny tim apparently died in nine yeah in space you, jam small diver did everybody out there know that tiny tim the guy died in space jam 
died during the guy that did like the guy with the very high voice and like played the youth. Yeah, yes, you know from like SpongeBob and Insidious. That guy died in '96. Yeah, in Space Jam. Yeah, no, not in Space Jam. The no, same yeah, year. Space Jam. The same year Space Jam came yeah. out. Yeah. Say the site he of... lived. He was born nineteen forty. Whatever died Space Jam. Yes, he died in ninety six. So our theory is that Tiny Tim, the musician, died after seeing Space being Jam. shocked at the fact that Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan were sharing the screen. Yeah, which... having a wonderful time. <laughs> then he just fell over. <laughs> oh. So anyways, I feel like the Queen made the same noises. Based on how I understand, oh, I scotch on my arm. Say so based how. I understand rich English people. That's the noises they make when they fall over. But, <laughs> but I feel bad about saying this. That last part, too, is a little insensitive. But this part, as well. Oh, boy. When I saw the news article come up, I felt nothing. <laughs> oh. I just... She's done a lot of great stuff. I So that's not... I'm not saying she hasn't done great things. It's just one of those, like... She's just, like, a figure that is just, like, so, like... I'm sensationalized sure. and, like, yeah. in the limelight where, like, I don't engage with her plus as being a real person it would probably be if if we were british yeah we'd probably oh no absolutely like more... it's just like as somebody in a different country that doesn't get very excited over like celebrity or like the royal things yeah and like yeah. not in the group of people that enjoy that sort of like cultural stuff and like also like she's just like this like hyper celebrity person like i d- have not ever mentally engaged with like the idea of queen elizabeth as being like a person that exists yeah that like, she's, is true she's like she's closer like at a level the way my brain fame. processes her as i found out is like that of like a fictitious character mm-hmm. that's like, fair it's like oh like you found out like in this show this character died like oh no daryl from the walking dead died like oh did he i don't know i hope so Probably i hate that not. that wasn't a very good show do you think they would have done that i don't think they did too many people like that yeah. guy for some reason but I mean, certainly I like... he started out as like a racist, like yeah. I was gonna say, wasn't redneck? he an absolute jerk? The first season of The Walking Dead, the D- Daryl character that everybody likes, Norman Reedus, like his character was like the brother. It was like he was like in this brother group with another guy that was just like a racist redneck. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy was a piece of shit. Yeah, they were like it's, it's interesting. But anyways, um, yeah. So the Queen died. What were your reactions, Jared? What are your thoughts? Well, where's the where does your England go from here? It, I didn't really think about how it's like my mom was. Just talking, like, it's crazy to think, because, like, she has literally been in power my whole life. Yes. And, like, you don't think about... She's like, I don't know England, I don't know English history, or not history stuff, but, like, current stuff without that person yeah, being, it's like, crazy. a like, fixture. Like, 98 is a long time to live. 96. It's definitely 98. Space Jam, <laughs> dog. Did you not look it up? No, I did. As we talked about it, I didn't respond to it when I saw that she died. I oh. Because I'm right? How, how old was Space Jam Queen Elizabeth? Get ready. She was 96. Yeah. I told you, Jared. Yeah, okay. See, the reason I knew it was 96 and you thought it was 98 was because you always add two years to things and I always get it right. Buckets. Yeah, that's, that's classic <laughs> high school, Josh. Whatever, man. Mandela effect. I swear I saw 98, but also, once again, as we established, I wasn't paying that much yeah, attention. Yeah, that is true. I glazed um, over it. I didn't even click on the article. Cause so, yeah, my, my thoughts were the... I kind of viewed her almost like a, a mythical character as well you i honestly forgot about how she was a real person i also really felt bad 
for her because it's her kids and grandchildren that I feel like are causing the tabloids over there are really vicious and toxic. Oh, yeah. And I feel like she's just been a lady over there that's just like, what the... <laughs> what happened? Like, what is going on? What just happened like, just to like odd Just like the news. pleasantly confused uh, grandparent yes. that just doesn't trying to fully mediate. understand. Yes, trying to like mediate between like these like, like oh, my grandkids son, that are like my son came over to the service you know your son is a pedophile and hung out with yes. epstein <laughs> so yeah that forgot about that king now king prince, charles prince edward or whatever yeah, so, yeah um what's king, it yeah like all like the grandkids that were like some of them were leaving the royal family some of them were like gallivanting around I guess those like were great grandkids something like yeah but her son prince edward is the one that hung out with epstein i think apparently that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's right. One of them. But Charles is the one that's king now, right? Did yeah. I get that right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. King Charles is the current monarch. Gave his first address today. But So yeah, Apparently. interesting. Weird thing. Um, like, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Like, Queen Elizabeth or, like, Betty White were just, like, two people that, like, I've just always associated with just being old ladies. Like, yeah. I don't have a concept for them outside of just being, being an young. old lady. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. That weird perception of, like, some of that was, like, yeah, like, literally... My 29-plus years of existence, like, the she person was, has always she been an like old this. fixture. Yes. Yeah. It is just weird to think. Say. But, it, I mean, because now all you hear about is whatever, William and Kate and Harry and Meghan and all the awful, Quincy. awful drama. Well, yeah. Say so all the siblings going through weird stuff. And I was like, is that some how, of them are mean is that to how each other? it's always been? I was like, why? Um, I feel like it's just easier to like get your voice heard about it. So uh. like, I mean, look what happened to Princess Diane. She got asked, like she got killed in a car crash with like a paparazzi. Like I feel like that is true. <laughs> it's been horrendously like toxic, dysfunctional, and toxic over there for yeah. them for a long time. It's just like now it's like so. Do people a little over petty, there? It feels? Do people need to just get a new hobby over there? <laughs> I think they do. I feel like they do. And I, I'd like to think Prince Charles has been the one. Oh, now I'm the one stuck with those goddamn dogs. What <laughs> I do with all these damn the corgis. corgis. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a news article. Is it he inherited them? I was like, oh, great. I saw a news article, like a joke, when we're like, they were talking about like how the dogs are going to get buried alive with her. Like, <laughs> like the Egyptian pharaohs of old. Yep. Queen Elizabeth Corgis are buried alongside of her. That's really funny. <laughs> That's a nice funny yes. piece. A nice little cherry on top of what is a sad yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah, it was a Thursday. Yes. So, yeah, that's the news segment. Um, I think we're caught up on history stuff, and if we're not, we're caught up now, so whatever. I was so. going to say, I think the wedding thing was pretty much the icing on the cake. Yeah. Which so. we didn't have at your wedding because there was no cake. There was cake. There was so there was so many desserts, Jared. You just were not looking. There were a lot of desserts. I remember having, were there donuts there? There were probably well, There donuts. were bagels there. There was a lot of things I remember there. having a bagel. We had like a very like Josh wedding food menu B. Just... There was a lot of breakfast and a lot of desserts. Josh, I didn't even have time to eat. I was behind the scenes making sure everything <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure Nikki's dress was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. All right. Um, so this seems like we're at the end of our things for this week. So thank you for listening. Um, like and subscribe and tell your friends. Leave us reviews on the old podcasting yeah, app please. so more people can hear about it. 
wouldn't it be fun if just like random people heard us talk about silly things and then canceled us five years later? Yes, I think it would be very. Silly I think it would canceled, be satisfying. So let's try to make that happen. You let's know, get, you know, you've made it when you get canceled. Let's get our five-year cancel plan going. But the only way we can get there is with viewers like you helping us do it. So tell yeah. your friends, like, subscribe, add comments to the. Uh, and if those friends have very Apple easily podcast, offended friends, I feel like. We've come a long way from the early days. I feel like we're a little more nuanced, a little bit less, like, in-your-face abrasive. Yeah. I know, like, thinking back to what I have said, like, I've definitely, like, I've matured in ways, and, like, I have more understanding opinions on things. I still am very uneducated a lot. But yeah. Well, that's I'm not, our hungry. I'm our a little bit games. less, like, I'm a little bit less absolute about my statements. But, you know, that's the part of the process. But thank you for being with us in that process. Exactly. We're you honestly know here to tell you about yeah, our Yeah, scared lives. stupid. Yes. So thanks for that. Have a good whatever it is you happen to be doing. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Later.